Hello, people with a dog. This is the With the Dog podcast, a podcast for the modern dog parent. I'm your host, Carly, and I interview veterinarians, trainers, products, and some really awesome fellow pet parents about how you can get the most out of life with a dog. However, today is a solo episode for me. Okay, it's like a mini episode. It's a it's an FYI. It's a for your information about fireworks. Fourth of July is this weekend. I know there's tons of information. You know, you see it all over Instagram. You see it on the dog blogs, everything. You see it in the vet offices. Watch out for your dogs for the fireworks and make sure your dog is safe and all that. Yes, all the information is out there. I'm just putting it in podcast form in case you're like, I don't got time to sit there and read every single infographic on Instagram. I happen to be walking my dog. I'm going to walk and listen about how to keep them safe during firework season. Please, please, please share this episode around to anyone else who has a dog and it's firework season. Just send this episode to them. Hopefully it provides some extra insight. All right. So let's get into it. Fireworks advice. I'm going to keep this short. I'm going to try to keep this like 10 minute little mini episode. I've got my notes in front of me. I have pulled all of the information across the internet to give to you right now. So first off, we're going to go into just like general safety advice. Don't let your dog go near the fireworks at all. That's number one. So (laughs) they are obviously explosives. Do not let your dog go near them. Do not be the one handling the fireworks and setting them off and having your dog sit right next to you. That's not a safe situation. You wouldn't do that with a small child. You should not do that with a pet. Don't let your dog near them. Next is don't make a big deal out of the fireworks. So what I'm saying with that is, you know how you can get some kind of You can kind of sometimes talk to your dog and be like, oh, yeah, what's that? You know, what's that, Buck? Oh, that looks so cool. Apparently, dog's name is Buck in this scenario. I don't know where I came up with that. But don't let Buck, like, get hyped as you're pointing to the fireworks. You don't want the dog to start to think that the fireworks are a toy. So if they're, like, laying out all ready to be set off soon into the evening or something – You don't want them wanting to go up and grab it and like think it's a toy, run around the party with it. It may seem like it'd be like funny and cute. Just don't do it. Keep them away from the fireworks. Do not get them excited about them. Do not do not point them out to the dog. Anything like that. Next, as I mentioned, if you're at a party, your dog is your responsibility. You need to keep an eye on them at all times. Don't get drunk, you know, down on the dock and be like, oh, yeah, Buck was fine. He was hanging with, like, Susie earlier. Keep an eye at your dog the whole time. And if you don't keep an eye on them, have them in a secure place, whether it's in the house, if they're crate trained, whatever. Next, when the fireworks are going off, keep your dog securely on a leash and make sure all exits are covered. So what I mean by that is... Let's say you're this, all of these are under the premise if your dog is not afraid of fireworks. We'll get into, into that next, like if your dog is actually afraid of them. But keep your dog on a leash while the fireworks are going off. So you're sitting there with all your friends, someone else is setting them off, and you're just watching, 
hold your dog, you know, not like super tight. Don't be like choking them. You don't want to make them afraid of the situation or make them nervous, but just make sure that you have a secure hold on their leash. Different fireworks make different noises. Maybe they're okay with some of the sounds and then another sound could totally set them off and they could go running. So just make sure that you have your dog secure while the fireworks are happening. You do not want them running off in the middle of the night when everyone's drunk. And that's how many dogs get lost on 4th of July, which leads to the next point. I used to work at an animal shelter. We would see it every single year. Tons of stray dogs would come in the day, like the week after 4th of July, or we would get tons of calls of people looking for their dogs saying, oh yeah, I don't know what happened. The fireworks must have scared them. They got out. So this is the next, this is the last safety tip that I have. Make sure your dog's licensing or tags are completely updated and they're wearing them. For instance, my dog doesn't wear identification a lot of times because I'm lazy. But (laughs) if you're like me and you're lazy like me, go ahead and make sure that you have the little thing where it says buck and it has your number on the back, on their collar, on their harness, whatever they're wearing. So that's number one. Number two is their microchip. Make sure their microchip is updated with your information. So what I mean by that is your dog, they should have a microchip. They should have, it's like a little tiny grain of rice in their body. I will do another episode on this. I'm just now thinking of it. I will do another like 10 minute mini-sode on microchips some point down the road. But for now, it's like a tiny little grain of rice. Someone scans it. It shows up with a number. They type that number into a system. It shows what company that number is with, like what microchip company, and then they call that company. Make sure you know what company your dog's microchip is with. And number two, make sure your information is updated with that company. So make sure your name and your correct phone number is on the microchip info. That is everything. That is everything that I have for my like general safety advice. You know, obviously make sure the like gates are closed and the fences and the doors and things like that in case they do get scared of the fireworks and they do run off. But the main thing is, you know, if you have them, in a secure area or you have them securely on a leash, they shouldn't get away. And if they happen to, make sure exits are covered and that they're wearing correct identification. So if your dog escapes, somehow gets afraid, runs away in like a panic, you can go to the shelter the next day and we can be like, yeah, look here, Buck is right here. Phone number is on it. Great. Here's your dog. And it'll be nice and easy if it gets to that point. But if you do everything else, it should not get to that point. That's my general safety advice. Next topic. This is if your dog is scared of fireworks. You know your dog is fearful. Um, If you've only had your dog for less than a year, you don't know if they're scared of fireworks. If you've experienced a thunderstorm during that time, were they afraid of the the thunderstorm? Are they afraid of loud noises? things like that, that will give you a good indication of if your dog is going to be afraid of the fireworks. And I also need to say fear comes in a lot of different forms. So a lot of times we think, you know, tail tucked, cowering, like acting really fearful. A lot of dogs who are afraid or 
um, get really high stress levels during fireworks or during thunderstorms and stuff, it can show up in different types of behavior. So it could be like incessant barking. They could try to be escaping from wherever they are. So just like chewing up the door or, you know, having high anxiety, things like that. They could be hiding under things or trying to like crawl under the couch and things like that. So it's not just like, oh, I'm like shaking in a corner, which that is one behavior, but it could come in all forms. So if your dog is basically, if they're not being normal, that's how you know they are reacting to the firework noises. So how to help this? We have two options to help. We have the short term, which is what applies for right now for everyone who, you know, we're a few days away from the 4th of July. That applies to you. We also have a long term, which I will talk about in a second. But that's more for like next year, 4th of July. So short term is how to prepare the day beforehand and kind of the day of. Walk them during the daylight hours when fireworks are not likely to be set off. So make sure that they are well exercised the day of the fireworks. And I want to say, do not exhaust them. Do not get them to the point where they're like so exhausted and you're like, great, you know, they're so tired, they'll sleep through the fireworks. You don't want them to get to that point. You just want them to be well exercised that day. So maybe like a little bit more than you usually do on a regular day. And do you know how some dogs, like you take them out at like 6 a.m. and they'll want another walk at 5 p.m.? So keep that in mind. Exercise them really well early in the morning and then maybe you'll need to do like another little top-off walk in the late afternoon before fireworks start. That's number one. Number two, while fireworks are going or like when they're going to start, close your windows and curtains to muffle the sound of the fireworks as much. If you don't have, you know, if you just have like blinds that aren't going to muffle the sound very much, put blank up, blankets up on the windows. Um, Wedge, you know, some couch cushions up against the windows. Like whatever you want to do to muffle the sound as much as possible is going to help your dog because then it'll be more of a background no- noise rather than a huge boom. You can put on some music or TV in the background to mask the firework sound. So, um... Dog TV may be a good one. We've interviewed them on the podcast. They have a few different streaming episodes that you can do for your dog that is in the, it's in the rhythmic like cadence specifically created for dogs. And there's like tranquility ones. Don't do the ones that are like meant to keep them occupied and like watching the TV. Do the ones where it's like a tranquility background music noise. So something like that. Otherwise, toss on some music something relaxing and calming. Don't be like doing some, you know, EDM house thumping music or anything and be like, yeah, it'll mask the firework sound with this other thumping sound. I wouldn't recommend that. Next, create a quiet space where your dog can feel like in control or a den. So personally, both my dogs are crate trained and they enjoy going into their crate and that's what they do actually when they self-soothe themselves. So if there's a thunderstorm outside, One of my dogs will just naturally walk into his crate, lay down, and just feel like that's his little den safe space. So what you can do for that is if you have a crate, put a blanket over the top, make it extra dark and, you know, sound muffling even more. 
Um, if your dog doesn't have a crate or doesn't have that spot, you know, maybe under a table, under a desk, um, just create a few of those kind of spaces around the house that they can feel safe in. One of my other dogs likes to go into the bathroom. That's like his like kind of quiet, safe space. So knowing that, I would probably put a bed in there and a blanket and maybe some toys. And then also during the fireworks, do not make a big deal while the fireworks are going on. So you don't need to be sitting there like, oh, I know you're so scared, Buck. I know it's okay. You're doing so good. Good job. Good job. I understand wanting to do that, but many trainers and behaviorists say that actually does not help because it's kind of like stimulating your dog even more. And your dog will be picking up that your cortisol levels are high, you know, like if you're acting like it's a big deal, then they will kind of pick up on that and act like it's a big deal as well. So act as calm as possible as well. So that's kind of like all the things that you can do around the house. You don't want to ever put your dog into that type of situation where they're going to be causing harm to themselves or their surroundings because they are so out of their mind, stressed and anxious for hours on end. So, you know, that's when if you don't know how your dog's going to react or you know your dog is going to be high stress, either find someone to stay with them or you got to skip the party this year or you go to the party for a couple hours and come home before the fireworks start. So, I think that's the realities. Next is things to actually like treat the anxiety within your dog. You know, you can get a thunder shirt for them. They're on Amazon. They should, it should come in like, you know, before 4th of July, if you can order it now. Um, who knows if it'll work. Personally, it ha- it never worked for my dogs, but a lot of people say that it worked really well. Um, a lot of people want to get like anti-anxiety or like depressants for their dog, like a medication from the vet, that is something that you probably will not be able to achieve within the next few days. In my opinion, most veterinarians worth their their salt are going to want to do blood work to make sure that they figure out the correct dosage. Maybe your vet, you know, if you've had anti-anxiety meds before or like depressants for your dog before, maybe they would feel comfortable with it. But, you know, call now basically call immediately so they can get it prepared for you. But as I said, many veterinarians probably won't feel comfortable just dispensing it willy-nilly during firework season. Next, um, there's a lot of CBD stuff out there. I have We have a whole episode on CBD. It was actually like this time last year. I think it was last August. So you can scroll on back for that. I think it's called Canine Cannabis. What we learned from that is that CBD is great, but you need to figure out the correct dosage for your dog and you need to make sure that you buy canine CBD so it's like has the right balance of like the whole THC, CBD, all of that in it. So I would not recommend just going out, getting some CBD oil and like dousing your pet with it because they're not, they're probably not going to overdose, but it's, it's, you're introducing like a whole new drug into their system also during a high anxiety time. So definitely would not recommend that unless you already know their dosage. However, there are some like calming supplements on the market. There's like CBD treats, things like that. You can give them that. 
always read the back back of the package to make sure you're giving them the right amount. Do not just be like, oh, they recommend three treats, but I'm going to give them 12 because I want them to be extra calm. That's not how it works. You're going to do more harm than good. Be wise if you're going to be dosing your dog with anything to reduce their anxiety. Done. Those are the short-term recommendations. This is going on way longer than planned, but don't worry, we're getting through it, guys. Last but not least is the long-term solution. I hesitate even calling it a solution because it's it's really not a solution, but it is the long-term recommended procedure, and that's desensitization. Basically, you are desensitization is a technique of exposing your pet to a stimulus, i.e. firework noises, thunderstorm noises, things like that, that would normally cause an undesirable reaction, but you expose them to it at an extremely like low level over a long period of time. Sorry, let me rephrase that. You expose them to it as a low level for a short period of time each day, but over the course of like a year. Some dogs don't respond very quickly to this desensitization. Others do. But as your dog gets desensitized to this noise, they get more used to it. They also become less reactive to the noises. So you can read all about it. I am going to try to do an episode kind of specifically on how to do this with any type of stimulus or like any type of training. So I'm going to have a trainer on to talk about that down the road. But for right now, that's a long-term solution. This episode is coming out a few days before 4th of July, so you are not going to be able to desensitize them in like two to three days. But it's something that you can start to work on within this next year. I would recommend speaking with a trainer or doing a lot more research online if you're going to start doing like a year-long training desensitization for them though. So you could maybe feel a little bit more comfortable going out to that party, knowing that you put the work in for that whole six months ahead of time or whatever it is to make sure that your dog is safe and happy. Okay, that is everything. Hope you guys enjoyed my little FYI fireworks with a dog episode. And go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram. It's at with a dog podcast. Facebook group is called I'm with a dog. If you're celebrating 4th of July, keep in mind, it is a really fun party a lot of the times. Just make sure you're being safe, thinking about the background of the holiday, the realities, I should say, of the holiday. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.